0: Trials and tribulations Life can get rough And through the storm we'll make it Just put your trust in him No matter what you're going through I know that I'll never leave you You feel that you can't take no more Because you may think you've seen it all Thank you so much for choosing to listen to the first ever episode of Get Happy with Jay. The J stands for Jiton, just in case you were curious. Some of you found me scrolling through a list of podcasts, others maybe by family and friends. Others may have learned about the podcast via social media. But no matter how you happen upon Get Happy with Jay, I'm glad to have you as a listener, and I hope you will subscribe and join the happy movement. First off, let me tell you a bit about myself. I've been a radio personality in my local community community for over 25 years. I know yikes, I just dated myself a bit, but that's okay. I've earned a bachelor's degree of science in radio video communications, and I've also been a dual career woman for the last 15 years. I've worked for a social service agency which provides a host of services to victims of domestic violence and sexual abuse. Pretty heavy stuff, I know, but very rewarding. I'd been thinking about doing a podcast for quite some time. I confess I'm somewhat of a procrastinator. Definitely working on that. My brother Jeremy reached out to me a few months ago and suggested I do a podcast. I took that as confirmation to go for it. And thus the idea of the podcast was born. In choosing podcasts, we naturally look for shows that address subjects and topics that we're interested in. Right. For some, it's politics, sports, family issues. You name it. There's a podcast for it. It took a great deal of time for me to decide what to focus on. I could draw from any number of life experiences. experiences and personal interests. But I knew I had to pick something that I could be passionate about and something that could really be helpful to my listeners. It wasn't an easy choice. When looking over my life, it became pretty obvious. I have overcome many, many obstacles, the greatest being the absolute crippling grief of losing my son in 2013. Now, here's where I start to get personal. And trust me, this is uncomfortable, but necessary. I plan to be as transparent about my life as I can possibly be. My husband and I, had suffered with infertility for nearly 20 years. We had tried and failed at infertility treatments. It was heartbreaking and absolutely soul-crushing. As a young woman, you assume that when the time's right, your body's gonna cooperate and just do what it's supposed to do. I made the same assumption. In the back of my mind, I knew that there would be challenges because from the time I began to menstruate, things were just different. My period was never regular, and I mean never. When I eventually became sexually active, I got on the pill and stayed on it for several years I didn't realize it at the time But all those years spent on the pill Probably exacerbated my infertility problem Fast forward in time to being married And deciding it was a natural course to start a family It was baby time, y'all I went to my gynecologist and expressed my desire to get pregnant. For the past few years, I had been having real struggles with my erratic period. It was all over the place. I would go months to months without a period, and then when it did eventually show up, it could last for weeks. I knew there was a problem. I was eventually diagnosed with PCOS, and the usual course of action started. I couldn't get my period regulated, so then it had to be forced started and forced stopped with medication. Then we discovered that I wasn't ovulating and was given pills to try to do that. It didn't work. And then we were eventually sent to a fertility specialist. It was a nightmare. The guy was an absolute insensitive jerk. I'm not sure how you can be so cold and callous when you're dealing with couples who are devastated by infertility. I know this may seem like too much information, but bear with me. It's part of my story. I was giving stronger injectable drugs to make me ovulate. That didn't work. Fertility treatments hadn't come as far at that time as they have today, so our options were very limited. We both decided that we would not pursue any other treatment and went about the difficult process of accepting that there would be no baby for us. It took years to come to terms with it. It felt very much like a loss, and it was. Accepting that fate was beyond hard, but I did it. I eventually was at peace. So fast forward 12 years from there after those treatments, and I received the shock of a lifetime. By then, I was 43 years old. I'd gone to my doctor for a regular annual exam, At the end of the doctor's visit, I remember being asked if there were any other concerns. I told the doctor yes. I felt like maybe I'd had a UTI or something. I was just really off and needed to get checked. They took a urine sample before I left, and that was it. I was back in my office about an hour later and got a call from the physician's assistant. He asked me if I was sitting down, and I immediately panicked. My mind raced with all the horrible diagnoses that could possibly be ascertained from a urine sample. Then he told me that as a part of determining if I had a UTI. They had taken a routine pregnancy test and lo and behold, it had come back positive. Now, I told you by now I was 43, had never ovulated in my entire life. And this was what I told the physician's assistant at the time. It was like, well, you've ovulated at least once. I was too scared to even hope that it was true, but it was. It was officially confirmed and I even had my first ultrasound to prove it. To say we were elated would be an understatement. I was the happiest I had ever been. My husband and I were thrilled. I was blessed with an uneventful pregnancy. Everything went pretty well. I glowed, beamed with joy. You name it, that was me. Absolute utopia. The week before I was scheduled to be induced, I had what was supposed to be a routine last ultrasound. We were given the devastating news that my baby boy had no heartbeat. We were heartbroken beyond anything I had ever experienced. I went into mind-numbing grief. I had to deliver my stillborn son. This loss was unspeakably horrible. I sought grief counseling and relied on my faith to get me through that difficult time. My husband was my rock. The pain of the loss of our son is too hard to put into words. I was in a fog for quite some time. My world had been rocked. Nothing seemed the same. But four years later, I made it. It wasn't easy. Surviving this loss has been the most difficult thing to face in my life. I wouldn't wish this on anyone. At some point, I had to decide what I wanted for the rest of my life. What would it look like? we once again had to come to terms with being childless. We were both middle-aged, and in addition to our grief, we also had the usual midlife concerns. But in looking ahead, the one thing I knew I wanted and deserved to be was happy. I learned the hard way that happiness is very much a choice. I had the power to remain miserable, sad, and depressed, or I could imagine myself happy. Thank God I chose happy. I'm not saying that every day is rosy, absolutely not. Yes, I still have my grief bursts, and my down moments, but they're fleeting. I allow myself to feel it and move on. I have shared this all to say that no matter what life throws at you, and sometimes it's a doozy, you can make it. I'm trying my best to not sound too cliche because that's annoying even to me. What I really want to do with this podcast is to address any life situation that may be holding you back from achieving happiness and to help you with ways to overcome. My goal is to never address a topic without leaving you with a solution and most of all with hope. You have to have hope. Life in the absence of hope can be unbearable. I heard a pastor say something years ago that has stayed with me. He said, no matter what you're going through, there's a beginning, a middle, and an ending. That was his way of saying this too shall pass. I know from personal experience that you can go through something that seems so daunting that you see no end in sight. The harsh truth is that when the situation is resolved, you may not end up with the result you want. But even with this, you can come to terms with it and move on. I have been through hell and back more than once and I am living proof that you too can make it. I'll have guests on the show that will share their personal testimonies that will be really inspirational to you. I will also have on experts on the show that will help us all maneuver our way through many different types of challenges. Every week, I want you to be able to walk away encouraged and with some knowledge and tips to help you along the way. In my journey of happiness, I had to address some things in my life that were impeding my progress and my body was one. I had to acknowledge that my morbid obesity was a health threat and it was literally getting in the way of some goals I wanted to accomplish. So I set about tackling my weight and I'm glad to say I am winning. I have lost over 120 pounds so far and counting. I still have a long way to go, but I know I'm going to get there. See, I told you I have so much to share with you guys. In order to face my obesity, I have had to have some honest but uncomfortable conversations with myself. I had to face what got me to the point of being just that overweight. Now, please let me stress that I'm in no way fat shaming or fat bashing anyone. I am aware that there is a movement towards self-acceptance regardless of size, and I love that. Before I can begin to address my weight issues and what it was doing to my health, I still had to fall in love with myself just as who I was. I have been fortunate in that even at my heaviest, I always had self-confidence. That's not to say I wasn't aware of my size. Believe me, I was. When you're that heavy, you have to consider things that most people never even have to think about. For example, when going somewhere new, I always had the concern of, will I fit in the chair? How much walking will there be from point A to point B? See what I mean? And that's just two examples. So while being confident, I also had my moments of awareness. Let's face it. You can be almost anything in this country and be accepted, except for. Fat. I somehow navigated the world as an obese person, but I had to acknowledge that if I wanted the quality of life that I deserved, I would have to lose the weight. It was already taking a toll on my body. I was precariously close to becoming diabetic, and I had weight related arthritis that was causing me pain throughout my body, especially my knees. I had to face the unspoken demons that were causing me to swallow my pain in an unhealthy way. It's a difficult challenge with daily tests and trials, but I'm getting there. You will learn how I do it and discover other ways to help you battle the bulge as well, if that's your thing. Weight and grief are just two of the many subjects that we're going to tackle in this podcast. There will be serious moments and plenty of lighthearted ones as well. I hope you laugh more than you cry, if you have to cry at all. No matter who you are, what decisions you have made in your life, good, bad, or otherwise, you deserve to be happy. Sometimes we fear being happy and fear the ability of maintaining that happiness once Once it's achieved. Yeah, we'll talk about that too. We're all given a finite number of days. Some of us will be given more than others. Along the way, we will have a certain measure of misery, heartache, disappointment, but there will be joy as well. You can only hope and pray for a balance. As I stated earlier, happiness is a choice. You have to choose that particular journey. As with any journey, you might get sidetracked. There may be some bumps and some detours, but as long as you stay at the course, you'll get there. You are worthy and you deserve it. So please stick with me. There's so much anger and madness in the world that it's easy to get caught up in it. There's political turmoil, racial unrest, natural disasters, you name it. One thing you can be sure of is with the Get Happy With Jay podcast, we're going to keep it positive, motivational and uplifting. No drama here, only peace. So do me a favor and subscribe to this podcast. It would be awesome if you would give us a review. And if you like what you hear, share the podcast. I can't grow this happy movement without you. I want to be as interactive with you as possible. So go to my website, gethappywithj.com. There you'll see my weekly blog. It's where you'll get an advanced look at who my guest of the week is going to be and what we're going to be talking about. You can contact me at the website. Also, please like my Facebook page. You guessed it. Get happy with Jay. I look forward to your feedback. If you have an inspirational story that you'd like to share, I would love to have you on the show. Once again, you can reach me on the website or my Facebook page. And I'll be adding other social media sites as well. But I have to admit, that's not exactly my thing. (laughs) But I'll get used to that too. I will try to respond to you as soon as I possibly can when you reach out. By the way, I hope you loved my intro music. Remember the brother I mentioned earlier that encouraged me to start the podcast? Well, he just happens to be an amazing singer and songwriter and wrote and produced my theme song himself. Let me know how you like it. If the response is as awesome as I hope it will be, he will complete the full single for you to be able to download. His name is Jeremy Rain, and you can find him on all social media sites by his name. Look him up and show him some love too. look for a new podcast to upload every Friday. I promise not take too much of your time. My goal is to be like around a half an hour max. So please once again, subscribe and comment until next time do something to make yourself happy this week. It's not selfish. It's self care.